Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer Show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer show. I'm Heidi. This is Benjamin. And we are going to talk about creativity and being human. And we're getting near the end of the third season, which has lasted for... (laughs) For a long time. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. And we want to say thank you to our patrons. I mean, I'm looking back on the past couple of years. You all have been so supportive to us. Um, For those of you who can't come to our shows, thank you for all the support that you give just financially. Um, For those of you who can, you even show up to our shows. I mean, we feel so, so blessed and loved by you. So we're grateful for you. And we're grateful that the year's coming to an end because I'm always excited. See what I did there? You're excited about the new year? I'm excited about the new year. I'm always excited about the new year because I'm one of those people that comes up with resolutions. That you're never going to (laughs) keep. See, I have hope that this time I will. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to, I am excited about the new year as well. I'm trying to view priorities Mm. because if I say I'm going to exercise every day, it's never going to happen. But priorities and like kind of sketching that out. I agree. Yeah. My word for the year is devotion. And I'm still unpacking what some of that means, but I know some of it is connected to sticking with things because I can I can start things. If you're a creative, you understand this. You start things and then you don't after, finish after, after the novelty wears off, you're like, well, I need to do something else because you're chasing the buzz that novelty gives you. I understand that. You do? I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my word, I think, that was for la- this past year is wonder because mm. like wonder, I wonder. Uh, I feel like I need to have it again yeah. because I just need it more. So I'm also excited because I've been painting a mural in our bathroom and it's getting it getting really, really cool. close to being done. So, hey, maybe if there's a room in your house that you think, hey, this would be a great mural. Maybe that's something that you want to chat me about. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the bathroom is now the coolest place in the house. I thought this was the coolest place in the house, but the Wiz Palace. Yeah. Yeah. According to Parks and Rec. Thank you, Leslie Nope. The Wiz (laughs) Palace is the best room in the house. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. How are you feeling your humanity these days? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, I lost my voice and can't sing or talk like normal. So that's been hard to not be a perfect specimen. <laughs> a perfect specimen. <laughs> but you know, it's it's uh good to be imperfect, I guess. So I'm trying to accept my limitations. Yeah. And let other people help me out. So I was happy to oblige. Oh, thank you, obliger. Yeah, yeah. I'm grateful you sung like for two or three shows you sung pretty much everything. All of it. It was good. It was a good practice for me. I was and just it, your backup band. Well, you're so good when we perform. You are so good at like engaging the crowd. That is not something I'm good at. I kind of tend to get more focused on the music. Well, you're very good at music. <laughs> and so 
um, yeah, it was good for me to kind of have to carry a little bit more of that than I usually do. You did a great job. So thanks for so, having Laren. So let so me I know when the it. Ben Sadler band is going to start. It is never going to happen. I, that's one thing I know about myself. I am not entertaining enough to be by myself. For well, I don't agree about that. But, but that's just me. <laughs> so uh, how I've experienced my humanity. <laughs> well, uh, Christmas is not my month. And I am working through that. If you know me well, you know that. I, 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 we watched them up. It's Christmas Carol a so few days ago. Good. It was amazing. So good. But the sad thing was, is that as I was watching Michael Caine pre, pre having the come to Jesus moment, I, I realized, oh, there's some similarities <laughs> here. I mean, I'm not, not my, not, I, I, not, I, I, I didn't never, say it. I would never throw that cute little bunny puppet and kick him to the curb. <laughs> I would never do that. A little bit of a humbug. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've noticed. Uh, negativity in my life this month and I've noticed that it's kind of like a drug like once I start it's like it won't stop until I hit bottom mm-hmm. so yeah I'm, 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 I've been feeling that this month and I, and I hit bottom so I'm kind of on the upswing <laughs> doing better which is good um, the other thing is I felt I felt really embarrassed after our last episode like I like, I didn't stop moving. I felt like I looked like I needed to be given a tranquilizer. So I felt so embarrassed, which was like, so, you know, we've talked about that before about being human. So, but then I was like, well, if I take, if we take the video down, then I'm kind of being very hypocritical by telling all of you. You guys you can be imperfect. Be perfect. She can't be, apparently. But I was like, man, <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> so I'm going to try yeah. today. To be um, not quite so physically moving around. We'll see. (laughs) I'm really trying. I'm trying. We'll see. So our show topic for today is going to be about disappointment. Hey, you want to hear about that, don't you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So here we go. So what disappointed you as a kid? You strike me as somebody that when you were a kid and you were disappointed, you let the world know that you felt it very deeply. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a good reflector of how I express myself as a kid. I'm not really, I felt things deeply. I hated it, like when adults were upset with me. I, I kind of always felt on the outside. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was in groups, like in school, like I didn't feel like I was in I always felt like I was out so that was disappointing I lost the Miss American preteen pageant which I what fully expected heck? fully expected to win so a lot of time like contests or stuff I would mm. you know I uh, clothes was a big deal to me and so I generally you know I wanted to go shopping all the time and you know Money tends to be limited in life, and so, or I always wanted to go out to eat. I always wanted to go out to eat all the time for any special occasion or on vacation. I wanted to, so you know, I just. If it didn't happen, you would. If it didn't happen, I was just a good pouty, pouty. I was going to ask, how do you express? How did you? Do you remember how you expressed disappointment pouty, as a kid? Pouty, pouty, pouty. <laughs> Because I generally don't tell the people I'm disappointed that I'm disappointed. I just yeah. pout. I tell you, 
you're special. Well, we're talking about you as a kid. Yeah, though. you as a kid. So I'm very pouty, very pouty. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been thinking about this one. I rem- I don't really have anything like I don't have moments where I'm like, oh, I'm so disappointed come up. But I, I do think that I experienced it. I think getting in trouble was a big one for me because I was seen as the perfect Golden boy, the perfect kid Golden child. And, you know, I, I think that. I felt the pressure to maintain that, not because there were like all these external forces. It was just kind of the message of, oh, if I'm less than this, then I'm broken or whatever. So like even getting like slightly corrected at school was devastating for me. It was so devastating. And I would – I think I would cry. I think I – you know, well, you know, my – and I think I would – oh, like like not getting um, anything below – when I was in elementary school, we – I don't know why this is. Maybe – did you have this – I'm East Coast. Like when I got into like middle school and um, upper elementary school, it was like the grades were A, B, C, D, and F. You get one of those. But I had like in junior kindergarten, kindergarten, it was E like for excellent, S for satisfactory, and I think it was – X for needs improvement or something or I. I don't. Yeah. So if I, I got like if I got like anything below an S, I would you know it, there would be like such a feeling of disappointment. Yeah. I would feel like I disappointed my folks. I would feel like I disappointed. Um, yeah. So and then I would feel devastated because I felt like I can't you know I'm I can't be imperfect you know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I see that hand. Yeah. We're similar. I think I think our backgrounds are a little different, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I expressed it through tears. I don't know if I did much more than that. I don't know if I was really pouty. My parents would be better at assessing that than me because I think that I don't show anything on my face, and apparently that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> this face says it all to me. Oops, I just bonked your that's microphone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what about now as an adult? What kind of things disappoint you? Because it, it does change. Does it? <laughs> I hate disappointing people. Oh, my goodness. It feels – oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I hate disappointing people. I hate disappointing myself. I hate – oh. Oh. <laughs> and I still get super pouty. <laughs> Not my words. (laughs) Oh, and I think just, um, you know, growing up, you think you're going to be this person that you think you're going to be and definitely haven't turned out to be the magical unicorn princess of a person I thought I was going to be. So that's hard to accept reality. Sure. Wow. I guess I'm, uh, you know, and to accept, accept that is very challenging. It's a, it's a lifelong accepting Accepting your disappointments, especially when you're the disappointment mm. to yourself. Well, you're not a disappointment. If well, I can say thank that. you. You're thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. We're gonna talk about hope and faith next episode. We figured so. we start negative and then like go up. <laughs> We're gonna like start yeah, build up. <laughs> yeah. I still don't like getting in trouble or I, and that takes the form of critique of my job performance that that's go to your room yeah it, it, it's not like go to your room you're grounded it's it's that feeling of I'm not doing my job well it's that fear of appearing incompetent and so if someone expresses 
that displeasure. I've displeasure and, and it even shows up of like if someone throws and, and this is this is dysfunctional I know but if someone even throws out an idea an alternative an idea. alternative that I didn't think of I feel like I failed because I didn't think of the idea and that doesn't always happen no, but, but but I notice that like oh well you know why don't we do this or why don't we do that um yeah I don't know well, in our in the culture that we are in, we're such an individualistic culture. So group collaboration is not valued like in other times and other yeah. societies when it's like the we collective. Yeah, and I think I think where that shows up for me is not if I'm if I have a brainstorming session with a group, I'm fine with that. But if I have an idea that you're presenting, that I'm, that I'm presenting, and someone says, "Well, why don't we do this?" or well, why don't we go this direction? Sometimes that I struggle with. Sometimes. I, I understand yeah. you. I understand you. Yeah. Yes. And I think that I'm not a great assessor of time. And so I think things and projects and things won't take as long as I think they are. So getting things done, I'm like, I didn't get anything, you know. So I think it's so easy to, or when plans don't turn out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's so easy to be disappointed. And I really struggle with when that disappointment comes, processing it in a healthy way. I tend to just well, and as I'm hearing us, up. And... As I'm hearing us talk. Yes. <laughs> it sounds a lot like we're, we get disappointed in ourselves. So much. So more so much than, than other people. Yeah, I mean other people. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. But but the, the, where yeah. where it really feels For you and I is both, that yeah like yeah like I failed, oh I, I failed, you I know like I should have thought of that yeah right I, I should have thought of why that why didn't I think. Since this is a show about creativity, what disappoints you as an artist? So many things. There's so many beautiful things in my head, like a painting or a song or a story, and it's so good in there. And then, like, when you get it out there and it just doesn't match up to what was inside. You are totally breaking your promise of being still. I know. That's how much I feel disappointed (laughs) when something I set out to create does not work. Oh, if you're listening to this podcast and not watching, she moved around a lot. It's so, oh, it's like it devastating to me because I just want to get out what's in here. All right, there we go. My, so my that performance was is done. That was one. <laughs> or when other people don't, like I make something and it's like, oh. Yeah, that's that's a big one for me. Like if I've worked a ton uh, on a piece of yeah. work and I show it to somebody and it's, nice. it's not that they say, oh, this stinks. Right. It's the indifference. Indifference says so much more to an artist than disapproval. It just, at least for me, it does. And the other one, the other one is like if I play a song, like if I'm live and I play a song and I feel like we nailed it. And then there's this like four second pause where the crowd is like, oh, the song is over. Let's clap. The courtesy clap. (laughs) We don't want the courtesy. Nope. Nope. Just let me awkwardly move on. Yeah. Or like... And, like, if you create something or, like, you enter it into contests or yeah. just – or, yeah. Any, just, or you submit it to, like, a promotional thing. Yeah, these are true experiences. These are – oh, man. I – when we released Say 
like a few years ago. I submitted it to like a few playlisters to get it on, trying to get it on some playlists or, and, and I made the mistake of giving a writing, like you can send a review back. Oh, like you can request feedback. Yeah, they did. And I didn't like the feedback I got. It was, it was, it was, um, discouraging. Yeah. Sometimes negative feedback does not make you better. It just makes you want to quit. So, yeah, experience that. That was fun. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, entering into contest and not making it because you don't you don't get like, a, hey, this was really good. Right. Th- this is why it, it was more of like there's like just rejected. this nebulous rejection in, and then because your brain is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're creating scenarios as to what was wrong with it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You know, the other thing that is can be so frustrating is um like wasting supplies and things like because it's expensive to be a creative person and so then like if I get get like paints or tools um or I'm sure some of you you, or if you do crafting especially you'll think and then you buy all this material and then it doesn't work out the way or you screw it up and then so yeah so you feel like you wasted it wasted I wasted the time I wasted the supplies I wasted my emotional energy Right now, y'all are experiencing the lighter version of my disappointment. <laughs> I've written tons of like short story, not tons, but and I've submitted them to journals or like magazines. Rejected, rejected, rejected. So yeah, it's just, it's just hard. Rejection is disappointing. It is it really disappointing. Is. And as a creative, for sure. A lot of so this leads me to my next question is how how has your disappointment affected you? As an artist. Well, I'm still doing it. Which is good because sometimes it'll, it'll, it can make people quit because they don't want to experience You know, there have been many times I've been yeah. on the verge, yeah, and it'll paralyze me sometimes for a day or two if I have a really bad experience. And, um, yeah, the interesting thing, too, is I really don't enjoy being in front of people. I really don't like being watched. And it's really challenging for me. And so it's it's to have to keep getting up in front of people. But it's like, this is what I do, though. So, you know, if my eyes are closed most of the time while I'm performing, it's because yeah. I be, I don't want to be watched. Well, <laughs> wow. I, you know, I didn't even really think. I, what? I, I, I hadn't thought about that in a while. Is that sometimes we close our eyes to perform as like a hiding mechanism. Oh, I totally do. Because, you know, if you're reading indifference or like a scowl on somebody else's place even if it has nothing to do with you no yeah it does affect how you perform oh totally sometimes it's focused sometimes i'm focused so you'll never know you'll never know you'll never know if i'm terrified or hating myself or focused if you if you watch this play and you see me staring down at my guitar it is purely because i don't want to screw up that's usually why for me but yeah well I think sometimes disappointment, if you've experienced disappointment, it makes you not want to take more risks because that feeling can be yeah. so devastating. And creativity is a risk. Totally. You know, when you go to translate something that's in here to something that's out here, there's the risk that it won't look the way that you envisioned it. And if you're so locked into that, yeah, it can hinder you wanting to do it. I've had some baking incidents. Oh, oh I remember those sugar cookies that that didn't 
then um, they didn't rise. They were just like more like sugar. I kept adding sugar flour. Brittle. I kept adding flour and adding flour, and they just weren't. Or or no. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't realize the whole time it was powdered sugar. Yep. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why can't my cookies turn out? Well, you know, there's something they called really science. They were really good, though. <laughs> they were really They were good. more like humongous meringues mm. or something. It was just like, so yeah, it can be so disappointing, especially, you know, especially I feel that my creativity in art is a gift to other people. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm necessarily wanting people to tell me I'm awesome, even though I love you I are. would love that if You're you tell awesome. me that I'm awesome. But really, no, it's really because I view art as a love gift to people. So it feels like failure. Like I failed to love well if my creativity, you know. So, and I get that that's so much that it's not necessarily anything anyone else is doing. It's how I'm viewing it. So I'm in therapy a lot for this reason. Because how we handle disappointment is is essential, and I don't do it well, but I'm I am trying to learn how to handle failure and disappointment, and other people too. Like being human, you're gonna disappoint people. Yep, it's just it's gonna, gonna, gonna happen. happen. You're gonna be disappointed, and you're gonna disappoint. And I think that. Learning how when we are disappointed by other people too, how are we how do we handle that? Do we hate ourselves? Do we do something destructive? Do well, we walk away? I sure hope. I mean, I hope not. Well, and this is the other thing. Or do you adjust your expectations? I, I, because we're close to Christmas, it just made me think of this. Have you ever gotten a gift from somebody? Oh yeah. That they were so excited to give you. Yes. But you've been on the other side of this, and you're like, you didn't really like it. What do you do with that when you're when you're like oh, oh yeah like, when you're oh, disappointed in the gift and thank yeah you. yeah yeah like we start to like fake it and I, and I don't think that's I think it's like at that point you honor the intent with somebody and, and honestly if if someone is sharing art with you that you don't like honor the intent yeah totally you don't it's not saying you have to like everything everybody does. Unless they're totally asking for specific feedback, then yeah. Then yeah, and otherwise, you know, if someone says, "What was the, what was your favorite part uh, when it was over?" Rude. <laughs> it was so good. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> ha, wow. ha, ha. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some prompts, and I also this is kind of a prompt. I don't, I don't, I, so whatever you want to call this. So. I think it's really important that when we are disappointed that we fully express that in a healthy way. Oh, I totally agree. You know, and yeah, not just because like, oh, I burned my toast. But like, (laughs) I mean, if you're really derailed by that. Also make a therapy appointment. By the way, have you ever noticed that like you can handle, I can handle all the stuff that happens. And then if I drop my dinner plate on the floor, it's done. (laughs) It's done. Okay, so burnt toast can be an issue. <laughs> Let's face it, it's not about the toast, I don't think. No. It's not really about the toast. There's more to the surface. Um, okay, but like when it's something, like I really truly believed that when my mom died, I believed God was going to heal her. I was truly up until it was done. And even after she died and like we like were with her body, and I was like praying she'd come back to life. 
That is a huge disappointment. So I think it's really important to fully acknowledge that, whether it's you need to journal about it, you grieve with people. If you've had a disappointment in your life, whether it's a failed job, maybe you lost Mm -hmm. a job or there's something you planned for, we need to fully acknowledge the disappointment and and then respond maybe in a healthy way, whether it's it's. It's taking a break, doing something to care for yourself. Um, that is really important mm-hmm. because disappointment, if not tended to, well, Man, the world. It, it can lead to so many different things. <laughs> exactly. So, and we're going to talk about hope and faith next episode. Yeah. So, I just think that's really important. So, that could be a first prompt. If there's a disappointment that you experienced that you've never fully been able to look at how it affected you. And I think it's important to tend to, tend to that. Yeah. Um, um, I w- when you think about disappointments, um, there's been some disappointments that are actually been good. Yeah, this is kind of what I was thinking. Well, well. So, but I don't, if you already have it, I don't need to take well, it. Well, I think it's uh, kind of tracing... Uh, what things were you disappointed, but now you're really grateful that they mm-hmm. didn't work out. Right. Maybe it was a, a person that you liked that didn't like you, but you're like, oh, later, like, um, oh, really that didn't work. I'm out. grateful for every time I got rejected by a girl because it led me to you. But that doesn't mean it didn't hurt. No, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So maybe making some kind of a gratitude art sp- response mm-hmm. for the things that didn't work out. Um. Our lives are kind of made up of these disappointments and these hopes, and so maybe doing something with with shadow art, whether yeah, that's it's a good one. Like, I really like it when you you know the silhouettes you can do of people, or you mm-hmm. could do a silhouette of something. So maybe some kind of a light and dark art piece. Yeah, um, emphasize the little bits of light in the middle of the darkness. Did you have something? Well, it was similar to what you were saying. I Because I was like, oh yeah, you need to fully express yeah, your disappointment. Totally. But I mean, our name's up Chasing Ebenezer, oh, which, yeah. is, which is like totally. erecting a stone to remember how far you've come, to remember the journey, to remember the goodness in the journey, remember that God's one, yeah. presence. And so what are the gifts that disappointment has given you? Because like when plans get altered, when you're disappointed with something not going through, was there a gift there? Was there something good that came as a result of that? Yeah, yeah, totally. When your vision doesn't look the way you wanted it to, what's the gift in that? Totally. Yeah, yeah. You could watch A Christmas Carol or Muppets Christmas Carol. (laughs) Yeah, highly recommend The Muppets. Yeah, so good. Mickey's Christmas Carol is awesome. And uh, read A Christmas Carol. I'm in the middle of reading it right now. So that's always a a good thing. Fun thing to do, too. And uh, spend time with other people. Yes. Even if you're an introvert. Spend some time with other people. people. Because I know that if I'm feeling so despair pouty, there's something about getting outside and getting with people and. It kind of gets your mind off that thing. There's yeah. a difference between running away from pain versus okay, I need I need a brain break. I need a, a break from just me and my own pew. So that's good. Are we yeah. ready to we're do, a, do song? a song? So oh, this, this is the song. Arms, the song apparently. that we're gonna do is a our rendition of the song "Down in the River to Pray." Oh, oh. 
I forgot. We did the song yeah, a while ago. We did it a while ago, but we're going to do that. So uh, just know we love you so much. We're grateful. And thank you for everyone who watches. And we will see you next time. Let's go down, let's go down, won't you come on down?